everyone, it's Sam Crowley from EverydayIsSaturday.com with an exciting teleclass tonight all about podcasting, how it will explode your brand, how it will build your confidence, how you will grow thousands of adoring fans all over the world via the internet. If you do not believe me, that is better. I hope you don't because by the end of this call, after listening live and listening to the replay, you will. You will be as excited as I am about the podcast, you'll see how simple it is to build your business, and I am fired up because I have my podcasting mentor. I went all the way to the top a few years ago to bring in the man who has forgotten more about podcasting than most will ever know, and uh, he's our guest tonight, Scott Patton. Scott, welcome to the call. Hey, Sam. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. All the way from beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. I am uh, in Ellicottville, New York, in a small resort community here, uh, taking a little bit of R&R. I'll be back in Ohio tomorrow, but I want to let everybody know that I'm going to tell a little bit about my story, about um, how, I got, how I got hooked on it, man, how I, how I found out about podcasting. I'm going to have Scott explain uh, in detail about what is, I mean, what is a podcast? Is it an Internet radio show? Is it a recording? Is it an audio file? How do people find your podcast? why you need one, why it's important to have one, why it's important to be audio versus reading. I mean, we have just so much incredible content. Take notes, and if you happen to miss something, no big deal, because we have a replay coming in your email tomorrow as well. But, uh, Scott, I want to take you back a few years ago, and I was kind of uh, floating out there in the cyber universe without really a lot of direction on how I wanted to build my brand. I had very little money. Check that. I had no money. Um, I received an email, though, and uh, this, man, this is the power. This is just the power of being in the right place at the right time. I received an email from Scott. I still, to this day, I have no idea how he got on his email list, how I got on his email list. And uh, it had this topic of podcasting in the subject line. So I read it, and I was like, wow, a podcast. Man, I always wanted to have my own radio show. I wonder if this is anything like that. And then the negative thoughts started creeping into my mind. Well, who do you think you are? You just quit your job and you just went broke. And why do you think that anybody will even listen to you? And all those negative comments started chatter in my mind. You know, why why should I even have one? I don't even know what it is. But I worked through it. I thought, you know what? If I don't take a shot, nothing is going to happen. So I emailed Scott. I hit reply. And I said, Scott, I want to learn how to podcast. Please train me. Scott replied back within 24 hours like a great mentor would, like a business person does. Always reply to your emails within 24 hours, especially when somebody wants to hire you, okay? And uh, Scott said, bring it on, man, bring it on. So I scrounged up what I had left in my savings to bring Scott on to hire uh, hire him as my podcasting coach. And this is the difference. when As you get closer to the source of momentum, you know, you can read all the books you want to read, and you can read an article here or there, but when you get right to the source of the momentum, you ride it like a wave, man, and it is awesome. Scott and I started working together immediately, and it really only took a couple sessions before I got it. And let me back up. I didn't know how to create an audio file, and I didn't know, Scott, true or false, I didn't know an MP3 from a WAV file from a computer. That's true. That's true. I don't think you I didn't know what an MP3. What? I don't think you st- you do yet. You still probably don't know the difference. <laughs> and Scott, true or false, it's not even important if you don't know what an MP3 is. That's right. Not important That's right. at all. It's not important. See, I he's still taking shots at. I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. But you know what I knew is I knew I had to get a message out to the masses in an inexpensive way that can show That's the important. level of excitement. That is important. You have to have passion for what you're doing. And what Scott will talk to you about tonight is how you take the passion that you have and you send it over the Internet via that audio file that he's going to talk to you about how you create it, how you upload it, how you get all this stuff out there, and then that passion comes through, man. So, Scott, I want to ask you just a couple questions. We can ground people in tonight's training. You you do not need to know the intricacies of uploading an audio file to the Internet and how all of this works, right? No, you don't. And uh, it, 
actually, in many, many cases, the, if you know, you, like I always say, I know enough to be dangerous. And if you know enough to be dangerous, then usually what that means is we have to unteach you stuff before we can actually teach you stuff. And for somebody whose uh, maybe best friend is not a computer, podcasting is like a dream come true because we all know how to pick up a phone. We all know how to dial a number. We all know how to speak to our friend when they answer on the other line, other side. And that's really all you need to know to be an effective podcaster, to be able to talk and then to be able to uh, say something passionately. And, Scott, when you when you taught me how to upload my first podcast, I kept hitting refresh on Podomatic to see how many subscribers I had. Okay? Yeah. So I used to track. I used to get about 50 a week, and then I got – it took me three months to get my first 100 email subscribers. It took me less than three weeks to get my – or three days, rather, to get my first 100 podcast subscribers. Okay? Now, fast forward, and I just shared this with Scott a few weeks ago. I have over, we have, the Everyday Saturday Show has over 50,000 subscribers to our podcast. That, that is so cool. Isn't that unbelievable? And it's awesome, man, because I'm doing the same thing now that I was doing four years ago, speaking what I believe into a microphone, okay? So, Scott, we don't have well, time. Well, hang on a second. got to ask you a question, yeah. Sam. Yeah. How many full-page ads in the New York Times did you take to get all these people to come and listen to your podcast? That'd be zero. Zero. Okay, so how many billboards did you put up all over town telling people to tune into your podcast? Not a baby. Not one. All right. Okay, so you did a big pay-per-click campaign and spent thousands and thousands of dollars driving traffic on the Internet to your site, right? Negative. Okay. Um, oh, I know. You tweeted about it on Twitter. <laughs> no, not. Twitter wasn't even around. Oh, well, so what did you do? You know what I did, Scott, is I uploaded it to iTunes. And you talked. And I talked, yep, and I made sure that people could find the podcast. And, you know, it's it's very important. I, I spoke with passion, you know, into into a microphone. And I want people to understand, Scott – we don't have time to go into why you are more qualified than anybody. What you, with the Internet Marketing Center, where you used to work, and, and how long you've been the dean of blogonomics. But give us just specifically about a podcast. Give us an idea over, you know, right now you have a few different podcasts out there, but give us an idea of the listenership and the amount of downloads and subscribers that your podcasts currently have out there. Sure. I, uh, I started podcasting in uh, 2005 with an internet marketing uh, podcast called uh, AskScottPatton.com. Have about hmm, probably about 40 or 50,000 subscribers, and probably around um, hmm, I'd say maybe 80 or 90,000 downloads of it. And after I did that, I was speaking in, in Vancouver here, and a friend of mine came up and said, wow, this podcasting thing is really cool. We should do one. And I said, well, what do you want to do it on? And he said, well, I, I work in the weight loss market. Let's do it on weight loss. So we did we did that, and in the first year, we had over 150,000 subscribers. We had wow. over three-quarters of a million downloads. And um, yeah, it was just it was just the thing just exploded on us. And... Um, then I talked to a fellow who is an alternative health guy, and I said, okay, let's do a podcast. We do we do one there. And he's had he has about 25,000 subscribers, and he gets about 80,000 downloads. And then uh, there was a personal development guy that uh, I ran into, and we started working together. And he just told me the other day he's had over 80,000 downloads of his, uh, of his, of his podcast. And so... There's a, the, pro, the problem that nobody gets this, and, and it's really frustrating to me, is and it's this particular point. If there's a huge demand and there's no supply, it's easy. Like, you go and get an ice cream truck, and it's 110 degrees in the shade, and park it on a corner, and people will flock to get your ice cream, right? But if you're up in Alaska, and it's January 3rd, and you've got that same uh, truck, nobody's going to come, right? right? And the thing that everybody doesn't get about podcasting is is that it's so much in its infancy that any topic you pick, there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of people looking for information on that topic 
and there's maybe four or five people that are supplying it. If you go online and you go to Google and you do a search on your topic, you'll find probably 100 million websites on the topic. And But if you go to iTunes, for example, which is the 800-pound gorilla of podcasting, there's there's very, very few. And because of that, it's it's incredibly easy for you to get people subscribing to you and, and listening to you. There's no overwhelm feeling you know, that goes on. And, as, and you get people listening to you. And the, the cool thing about podcasting is it's like you're speaking to somebody or you're having coffee at Starbucks with somebody and everybody is listening in. And the, the result of that is, is that you create relationships that are way more powerful, way deeper, uh, have far more substance uh, than you would if you were just putting a, a website up. Like I look at a web, most websites are glorified newspapers. They have yeah. text and they have pictures. And that's fine. And if you go back to like 1902, that's the way people got their information. They got it through newspapers. There were no radios or TVs or anything. And then they, Marconi figured out how to send sound through the air and that sort of stuff, and we had radio, and it, and it, it, made, it totally changed our, uh, our way of communicating. And I really see a lot of the technical changes in the last five years are driving that because we're seeing the Internet become more and more multimedia. But here's the thing. If you go walk down any busy street or you go to any beach that's, you know, on a hot, sunny day, you will see people with stuff, with wires sticking out of their ears, right, or a phone attached to their ear. And they're not on a computer. And all of those people you can touch with your podcast because people love to listen as they're walking the dog or they're sitting on the beach. And yes, the majority of it is music, but there's a growing, growing segment of the population that turn their cars into universities. And they, they sit on the beach or they do whatever activities that they do and they want to listen to somebody teach them something. And if they're interested in your topic, they'll listen to you, right? Well, just imagine going for a jog and uh, trying to read an email on your laptop or going for a, j- a jog and trying to read paper that you printed off of your computer. I mean, it's just not going to happen, right? They want that listening experience so they can do basically two things at the same time. And it's never really been available until the last couple of years. Hey, Scott, let me ask you a question because we got we got a lot of questions that are coming in uh, via the, via the, uh, the webcast. And I think that's one question. This one question sums it up, okay? And this is a this is a great place to start. It comes from Dolly Adams, and uh, Dolly Adams says, "I'm a little old lady with about a third grade tech level. I have no idea what a podcast is or whether I could use it in my business. I've been a realtor for 40 years, okay? Perfect. So, my question to you is, can you kind of ground us all?" and what a podcast is, number one. And can you give an example of how a realtor would be able to monetize a podcast? Yeah. So think of a podcast as an online radio show, which means that you have the power of all the radio stations in your community, plus all of them around the world, without having to invest in the infrastructure to be able to do that. And what happens basically is you speak into a microphone, you record uh, your audio, or if you want, you can do it as a video, okay? I tend to tell people, do audio simply because all you need to do is push record, push stop, and you've done your audio. Whereas with video, it can be, you know, you need to worry about your makeup, your lighting, and all that sort of stuff. But really, it's, it's interchangeable, and it depends on your market which one is actually best for you. Dolly, you may actually want to do a video podcast because if you're showing homes, that's uh, way more visual than just talking about the homes. So what happens is once you've got that audio file, you join a service like Podomatic or My Podcast World, and if you can fill out an email with an attachment, you can basically upload your podcast. It's it's just quick step-by-step. You put a title in, you put a little description in, uh, you attach your you, uh, you attach your MP3 file, which is your audio file. You hit submit. It uploads it, and except for a couple small steps to get into iTunes, which is very very simple to do, you're done. And then after that, all you have to do is go and talk about whatever your topic is, 
and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. I recommend 10 minutes, 15 minutes maybe max. The reason for that is I think everybody can talk about their topic for 10 minutes a week, right? If you went for coffee with some friend and they asked you about your business and you went to the, with the same friend every week, I'm sure you could come up with different things to talk about that's going on in your business and success stories that you have and all those sorts of things. So that is is basically all the process is. If you're like me who cannot type because I was at the... When I went to school, typing wasn't like cool and no, there was no real need for it. Now, of course, everyone's learning how to type and my kids are really, really fast, but I'm not. I'm slow. So for me to send out emails or write emails or write content and everything else is a long, laborious uh, process. But for me to record is really quick because I can talk on my topic intelligently for 10 or 15 minutes, no problem. If I want, I can send that to a transcriptionist. They'll give me a transcription. I can then edit that slightly, and now I've got an, an article or the beginning of a book. Um, so well, that's... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, well, no, I'm just saying, as far you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you can speak for 10 or 15 minutes about your passion, again, your business that you're passionate about, I can speak for the Everyday Saturday show. When I first started speaking about going for your dream, making every day Saturday, developing yourself and living your passion. I didn't look, after I recorded my first show, I didn't look for any type of monetary compensation, but let me tell you how it came. This is a real story. This is a true story because I wanted to speak. And, I want, and Scott, I think one of the things that really resonated with me when we started working together a few years ago is you said, Sam, go ahead and Google the keyword motivational speaker. And I did. Yeah. And there was like maybe 80 million pages in Google, right, that were indexed. Not that there's 80 million motivational speakers, but there's that many pages to choose from for that keyword at the time. And then he said, Sam, go and go and Google motivational podcast. And I bet there was about a handful at the time. It was Zig Ziglar and maybe four other people, okay? And that really hit home. The light bulb went off because if you Google golf instruction, again, you'll see 300 million pages out there, but if you Google golf podcast instruction, you know, there's very yeah. few people, and the and the pool is so small. The comp and look, the competition. Wouldn't you rather compete against a handful of people versus millions of people? So, when I started recording my show, when I when I when I wanted to promote my speaking business, if I were to get a call or an email of somebody inquiring, keep in mind I had no video proof of me speaking in front of an audience. I just launched my business. So what I did is I said, look, if you want to hear some of my message, go to my podcast. It's all out there. You can get an idea of what I talk about, you know, what the message is, who the audience would be good for, and bam, you know, people started hiring me right off of my podcast. And I'm not talking about, you know, just a couple hundred dollars. I, I landed a $25,000 speaking gig, Scott, from my podcast. Okay? Wow. No video. Nice. No video, okay? No testimonials. Just a podcast where the guy called me back and said, wow, man, that is, you have got to come in and speak to our group. So how can you use your podcast to grow your business? If you're in a financial services business, a mortgage business, a scrapbooking business, it doesn't matter. You immediately promote yourself and separate yourself from the competition as a subject matter expert. Okay, so I think that's where Dolly's question comes in because I can talk from experience when I started working with Scott. He said he basically dumbed it down for me. He said, look, Google this term and then Google the term and put podcast after it or radio show or anything like that, and there's no competition. So if you want to separate yourself and build that emotional attachment with your audience, and really, Scott, that's what it is, right? I mean, when you're speaking words to people, can you talk about the effect, like a, what a written, what the written yeah. word, the impact? versus audio. Absolutely. Like, if someone reads what, you've, you, what you wrote, the communication is 7% of your message because we get 7% of what the person means from the actual words. We get about 38 to 40% from the tone, from the pauses, from the speed, from the excitement, from the way that they're talking. I mean, we, can, we all know we can hear somebody smile, right? I'm smiling right now, and you can tell a big difference from when... I'm, you know, no longer smiling. And all so there's way more communication that occurs. You get way more intimate. You get a lot lot, uh, a lot closer to that person and everything else. And then the rest is in the body language and, and how we hold ourselves and, and that sort of stuff. So if you just 
decide, okay, I'm going to do an email list, I'm going to email my list every once in a while, and you get a good response, you're going to get probably seven times better response if you can get them listening to you, right? And Dolly, specifically to uh, talk about your particular question, there's a company in the Washington, D.C. area, it's a real estate company, uh, Evers and, and Company, and they've been providing comprehensive market updates and tips on buying and selling in Washington, D.C. And uh, they're, uh, they basically do these market updates through uh, audio posts in their podcasts, and what they're finding is, first of all, people are contacting them and saying, you know, I really want to know more about, you know, buying in this area or that area, and you've really uh, shown me that you're you're the expert. But uh, also they're getting calls from journalists who are, uh, as you can imagine, journalists, their schedules are very hectic, and, and they end up actually quoting you through your podcast in terms of what's going on. So you position yourself as the expert in your market, right, by doing these updates, by talking about what's going on in your market and all the rest of it, and then not only do you have your new clients potentially contacting you and say, listen, I, I've heard you talk, I, I know you understand the market, I really feel like you'd be, uh, you know, I really feel connected with you and you'd be really the person to represent me. That's great, but then just imagine journalists who want to know different things and quote different things for articles that are going on, they're actually quoting you, they could actually be quoting you out of the, your podcast, right? And uh, it's just absolutely amazing. So real estate agents are, are slowly uh, getting on to this. And, and I say that because the last time I checked, let's say slowly, the last time I checked it was like two New York real estateers, real estate realtors that were doing podcasts on real estate in New York. And it just blows my mind because you could be the you know the number one positioned realtor in New York very very quickly, or or your own market, right? Because people aren't going to search in iTunes for real estate; they're going to search for New York real estate, and you have very little competition for. And regardless, whatever the city you're in, that's what they're going to be searching for. And I think the other thing that people don't really understand, because we hear these numbers and they don't mean anything, right? Right. There's over 150 million iPods sold, okay? So that means that a half the United States, the equivalent of half the United States has an iPod in the world, okay? Uh, there's over 50 million iPhones that have been sold, and the iPhone is the fastest-growing smartphone, which is basically a phone that's like a little mini computer and can surf the web and do a whole bunch of other stuff, right? And so that's kind of one thing. And we see also that iTunes has had over 8.5 billion downloads. And it's amazing to me, okay, because when I first started talking about this, I thought it was incredible because they had half, they had 500 million downloads. And then I, every six or eight months I had to keep changing that figure because they'd be announced they did a billion and then they did two. And then, and, but last September they announced 8.5 billion. And what that billion. means is billion, right? So more downloads than there are people on the planet. And that means that there's a lot of people out there, even if I don't know how to download stuff onto my iPhone or my iPod, they do. And so we're missing, this is, to me, it's called, it's like the missing market, right? These are people that, they're auditory people, they like to listen, and nobody's really paying attention to them. And I'm not saying don't have websites and don't do all the things you're doing. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, take 10 minutes a week or 15 minutes a week, uh, and service that market, right, by just getting your stuff into iTunes. And what happens, this is the perfect time, by the way, because what's going to happen in about um, a month is a whole bunch of people are going to go into these big box stores and they're going to say, I don't know what to get Grandpa, I don't know what to get Dad, I don't know what to get my son, and they're going to buy an iPod. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. they can't think of anything else, right? And they give it to Grandpa, they give it to the Dad or whatever. They, if they give it to the son, the son knows what to do, but then the Dad has it. Or the grandpa has it, like, what do you do with this? And then the grandsons, you know, they get to share time with grandpa and they show them how to download stuff and all the rest. And then, wow, and the next thing you know, there's this big spike. It happens every year in January where all the podcasts go crazy because these people have had this week to play with this thing. They're all excited about this new toy and it's opened up this whole world. Wow. Like iTunes has a university now and it's not... I, their university, it's all universities. So if you want to listen to a, a, a lecture by a professor at Harvard on advanced 
molecular biology, you can find it there, okay? And that more and more universities are doing that. They're taking the lectures, they're podcasting it, and they're making sure that it gets into the iTunes University. So for the future, what does that mean? That means that all of our our young people, the next this generation that's coming up, that's going to university and going to college now, when they graduate, they're going to be thinking, okay, I want to learn something. Like I want to learn, you know, how to be a champion. They're going to go to iTunes before they go to Google because they've been going to iTunes to get their lectures and their information and and their education for four years. So they're just going to continue doing that. And if Sam has his motivational every day is Saturday podcast on iTunes, they're going to find it, and he's going to take the, he's going to reap the benefit of that massive growth and that change in how people learn. If if he doesn't do it, then somebody else is going to be taking advantage of that huge growth. So, to me, it's a whole market that we've just missed. And there and here's the other thing: you can communicate with people. On their computer, so I don't know, I spend 20 minutes a day on my computer, I spend an hour on my day, a day on my computer, which is not work-related sort of thing. Well, great. Or, you know, how many hours do we spend on our cell phones? Or listening to, uh, you know, our iPod, or listening to our MP3 player, or listening on to something on the radio as we go to and from work, right? So, to me, it's this whole, you know, why not communicate with people 24 hours a day, or potentially, instead of just those couple hours that they're going to be spending at their computer when they're uh, when they're off work, right? Yeah, and here's the and here's the cool thing, Scott. When I when I get an email from somebody, I'll, I, I can't tell you how many times I say, "Hey, Sam, I'm listening to your show. You know, I don't inhale. You know, I, I recorded a show called <laughs> I Don't Inhale, meaning I don't inhale toxic thoughts from anybody, right? And right. I, I recorded I recorded that a year and a half ago, probably, right? Maybe two years ago. And somebody just started listening like a week ago, and they'll send me an email. And that's the beauty of your radio show. Your podcast is timeless because you record them and you upload them. And, for example, and we Scott and I are going to be doing – I've canceled my next four Monday Night Motivation calls because Scott and I will be doing a four-week uh, webinar training series specifically on how you can – by the time you're done, you will have your podcast created – uploaded, marketed, and you'll start having active subscribers. And what I mean by that yeah. is, we're, and we're going to show you how to do that tonight, but what I mean by that is, Scott, when you upload your podcast, it's not just a one-and-done deal. I mean, people subscribe, and then other people subscribe, and then others subscribe. It's always out there for a brand-new person to find when they go into a particular uh, podcast directly, mainly iTunes. I mean, we use that as an example because it's the largest artery place where people are going to where your where your message is going to be uh loaded onto but you know when people subscribe they're there and then they'll every time you record a new show you don't need to go in and 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 let itunes know you have a new show it's all done automatically for you and that person who is a subscriber you just talk about that scott how are people notified that you now have a new show out there so you don't have to send an email out to ten thousand people telling you just recorded a podcast that's a great point, Sam. And the other side of that, too, is with spam filters and different uh, filters that different mail providers have, the chances are only 40% of the emails are being delivered. So your message, if you've got 10,000 people, you know, maybe uh, 4,000 of them actually receive the email, and of those, maybe, you know, half of them will actually open it, and of those, maybe a quarter actually read the whole thing because they're not, you know, we're, we're so auditory. And when it comes to the podcast, it's 100% deliverability. When people subscribe to your podcast, they always get it. They, the first time they subscribe, they get the latest show that you do, which is like I've, done, I've got podcasts where I've done over 150 shows, right? And what amazes me is when I go through the stats and I see that the very first show still gets 8 to 20 downloads. Because what that means is if somebody listened to my latest show, number 150, and then they went and, went and they clicked on the Get button and they downloaded all 149 others that aren't automatically downloaded, right, to get it. And it's like, wow, you know, so, I mean, when people listen and they really like it, they go, wow, what other good information does this person have? And they go and they get it. And we'll ha- and, and just like you, we've got people that, have, that email me and say, yeah, wow, like I'm, I've, I started listening to you a month ago. I'm, I'm now up to podcast 30. 
and uh, you know I, I, I can't wait to catch up to everybody else, right? So you really do create a following, and you really do create a, a an excitement and a buzz uh, through this medium. And what happens is when uh, people go to iTunes and they see your podcast, they hit subscribe. It automatically downloads the latest version. You plug in your iPod or your iPhone to your computer, which you have to do when you're charging it. So what happens for a lot of people is at night they charge in their iPod or they charge in their iPhone. In the morning they pick it up. Well, iTunes in the nighttime will go and they will check. And they say, okay, these are the podcasts that Sam is subscribed to. Is there any updates for this one? No updates for this one? No updates? Oh, yeah, this one's updated. Great. Grab the, the audio, download it. So when Sam gets up in the morning, turns on his iPod, checks his podcast. Oh, there's a a new uh, Every Day is Saturday podcast. Great. I'll listen to that as I take the dog for a walk, or I'll listen to that as I drive to work, or wh- however they want to listen to it. I'm sitting at the beach. I'm going to listen to it, right? I can't wait to hear it. And so that's the basic process. So there's very little, if anything, that you need to do once you have set up the system. And, and then that's the key, right? This is a system that's been set up, uh, and it's not Apple that set it up, but Apple that's taking advantage of it. And we've got other uh, companies like um, the Black, people who make the BlackBerry or the Nokia or the Zune, which is done by Microsoft, that are looking and saying, you know what, we've missed the boat. Sony has, you know, missed the boat, right? They used to have this thing called the Walkman that everybody got, and now everybody gets an iPhone or an iPod. And, but these people are all, you know, getting on, on board and saying, you know what, we need to go and do something to, to uh, get this information to our subscribers because if we don't, they're going to leave. And, uh, and that's, that's one of the reasons why the iPhone is so popular. And that's the point I wanted to make is it is so – and I don't use the word simple and easy and all that stuff. It really is. I mean, once you learn how to create your own show and you upload it once, it is a rinse and repeat method. I mean, there really is nothing more to it. I wish I could tell you that, look, it's really intricate and every week you've got to be on top of it. And I think the one point that I want to go back and, and just make sure everybody understands – with email deliverability, with spam filters and emails you send out, Scott's right, it's less than half, typically. Not only the ones, a typical email that gets sent out, when you take out all the bounces and the ones that go to spam filters, there's probably about a 10%, 10 to 15% open rate of the people that open it. And of them, maybe 10% will click on whatever link you have in there. That's really watered down as opposed to 100% of your podcast being sent to people who have opted in saying, yes, I want to subscribe to this message, and they continually get your updated podcast as long as you continue to record them. You don't need to go through the whole process of setting it up and creating it and sending an email, letting everybody know. It's all done for you. And that's why I just want everybody to know how easy it is to get started as long as you take the first step. So what I want to, what I want to um, explain to everybody right now, as I mentioned, to take people through, we're already halfway through the call, and I get so fired up talking about podcasting, I can't believe I've already been going halfway through, but what yeah, we'll do, fun. it is, man, because it's exciting. I mean, when you can bring value like this to people and help them understand, look, I don't, where you are right now, trust me when I tell you, I was further behind the curve, monetarily, from a learning curve, and it would, I, I just know how much this has changed my business, changed my life. I mean, my whole livelihood, I can trace it all the way back to the power of a podcast, okay? So, Scott, you and I, and I have twisted Scott's arm tremendously. I've actually taken him. You have a week's vacation coming up in December, too, right? I actually have uh, almost three weeks of vacation in December. And I'm not including Christmas week. And you're spending that part of that with Sam Crowley on the phone. Isn't that awesome? I am. Yep. I I'm going to be talking to you from Hawaii and from Florida. And here's what Scott has agreed to do. He and I are going to be on the line together with you, okay, for the next four weeks training you on, okay, if you go to podcasttothetop, okay, dot com. That is, We're going to uh, train you on how to podcast to the top. We're going to train you how to podcast to the top is right. I so, love that. So, that's great. It's awesome, man, because that's what's going to there is no There is no reason why the Every Day is Saturday show should be in the top ten of iTunes every single week, except for the fact that we're diligent about it, 
we record a new one as, as much as we possibly can, and it's fresh content, and it's just out there. You know why? Because I do it, and no one else does it. That's the reason. It's no, it's no, anybody can do it, and that's what I'm trying to tell everybody in the line tonight. If you go to podcasttothetop.com, you're going to see down at the bottom of the page, Scott and I are going to take you through four modules, and by the end of the fourth week, when we're done training you, you will be where I'm at as relative to knowledge on how to create a podcast. You will have an active subscriber base, and we're going to talk about how to monetize it towards the end of the call as well. But, Scott, module number one, we're going to take people through what it takes to set up their show, yeah. as well as some of the nuts and bolts of a good podcast, because there's good podcasts and there's bad podcasts, just like everything. We want you to have a great podcast. And yeah, Sam, i got to jump in here, too, okay? Yeah. Because some people may say, well, I have a squeaky voice. Some people will say, well, I don't, I don't like speaking. I'm not a public speaker. Some people may say, um, whatever you've got going on in your head, why you can't talk, we teach what I call guerrilla podcasting. It's not trying to be like CNN or ABC News or any of those uh, people that you see that you know are there and they read everything and they enunciate everything perfectly. That's not what this is about. This is about when you take your passion and you talk about your passion and you express yourself and you teach people good information, you know, you've got great information, you teach all this stuff out and show people, they come, okay? And I know a lot of podcasters who started off with, hi, you're listening to the Scott Patton podcast show, and today we're going to do this and that and blah, 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 and nobody listened. And then they said, you know what, I got my... My programmer here, and he and I are going to talk about, you know, or we, I've got my golf pro here, and he and I are going to talk about how you fix your slice. And, hey, Joe, how's the slice today? And, oh, man, it's going off like this. Well, what can we do? And it's a folksy type of thing. So you just relax, pretend you're at Starbucks with your best friend, and you're talking about your business, and he asks you a question, or she asks you a question, and you, and, or they have a problem, and you tell them how you solve that problem, or you give them the advice, or however that goes. It's not about doing something that has this huge production value at all. That's why I call it guerrilla podcasting. And we always, always improve. So the very first show that you do will be the very worst show you ever do because the next one will be a bit better, and then it's going to be a bit better, and then it's going to be a bit better. My first ever podcast, people were listening to it on, on driving to, to wherever they were driving, and one of them was driving, and the other one had their hand on the volume because I was loud, the other person was really soft, or vice versa. So they kept turning the volume up, turning the volume down, turning the volume up, turning the volume down. <laughs> so, you know, if that was my first podcast, like it couldn't have gone any worse than that. Uh, don't worry about it. Like you just go forward, go forward, go forward, because we're always, always, always improving. And there's not a huge technical learning curve. There's not a huge... How do you put a podcast together learning curve? There's not a huge how do you upload learning curve. It's all very, very simple. Yes, and I think and uh, one of the questions was, first of all, podcast to the top. We have a uh, few questions that have come in, podcasttothetop.com, podcasttothetop.com. Scott Patton and I are going to spend the next four weeks with you, okay, creating your podcast and showing you how to get it going, okay? So it's podcast to the top, uh, podcast to the top. Um, a couple other questions, uh, Scott. There, there's one, actually, this is a unique one, and uh, I just want to uh, – Karen in Tampa said, Hi, Sam, here's an observation. It sounds really exciting. However, I just Googled immigration law podcast and retrieved 14 million podcasts. Is that right, according to Google? That's uh, – <laughs> I don't know. Probably what I would do is put quotes around it because you probably got all of the immigration results as well as the immigration podcast results? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Walter had mentioned, uh, how many, Walter and Boca Raton, how many podcasts can you subscribe and upload in iTunes? Is it one a day? He created a few in Podomatic, and it allowed me to put one in iTunes a day. Oh, I've so, never had that. Uh, well, I would maybe one a day. I don't know. I've never tried to do two in a day. Okay. Just the, uh What happens, by the way, just so you know, is iTunes just doesn't let anybody put a show on their on their iTunes. As you can imagine, they want to make sure it's good content. So they have a team of people that review it. When you submit to iTunes, you'll get an email that says, thank you very much for your submissions. We'll have a team reviewing it. We'll let you know in a week. 
Usually within two days, that's my experience for me, they email me and they say, congratulations, your podcast has been approved. In a couple hours, you'll be able to see it in the iTunes directory. So there is a process, and I can imagine that they're very, very concerned about, uh, you know, spam and all the rest of that. So that would be a reasonable thing. Like, why would you have, like, five podcasts that you're going to upload all at once or submit all at once? So uh, I could see them saying, no, we're just going to plus. If there's a lot of, you know, as it grows and more and more people do it, you know, you you have to uh, you have to have time for them to be able to actually review it. So this sort of spreads that time out. That's my yeah, guess so. on it. I I don't know. No, that's and that's good for us, right? That's good for the people that are putting legitimate podcasts out there, like Walter and everybody else is going to be creating one because they don't just allow anybody to upload a podcast. You know, that's right. Uh, which is awesome. So. Scott and I will take you through module number one, which begins next Monday, same time, 8 o'clock Eastern time. We're going to focus on what it takes to set up your show, all right, getting it going, gaining momentum. Module number two, Scott and I share with you our proven strategies for creating podcasts that sell, all right, bring your audience begging for more, all right, master the section, get ready to dominate your niche, okay? Scott, there is a monetization strategy to having a podcast, true. There is more monetization strategies than there is if you have a web page. And do I do I have time to tell a couple stories? Absolutely. Go please, okay. please. Okay. Because people want to know why why am I creating a podcast? Because ultimately, is this going to bring me a return on my investment? Can I make money doing this? Right. So, and a lot of people will tell you that you need to have thousands and thousands and thousands of people coming to your website and doing this and doing that in order for you to make any money off of them. And that's not true with podcasting. There was a couple in Toronto, Ontario, who uh, counseled fathers who were going through divorce, called Divorce Dads. And he heard me, and he actually had 25 years' experience in radio and TV. So if you listen to their podcast, it sounds like uh, ACBC or ABC or BBC, right? I mean, it's very, very professional. And he did 12 one-hour podcast shows on all the things you needed to know if you were going through divorce. And what happened was people started calling them, and it resulted in $75,000 in extra business. Now, whenever someone tells me that, I say, how do you know? Because one of the problems with podcasting is it's very hard to track anything because it goes onto somebody's iPod. To, well, how can you tell if they actually listen to it or not? There's no two-way communication like there is, say, with emails or something. And they said, well, we have a list of questions we ask, one of which is, how did you hear about us? And these people ticked. They, they said, we listened to your podcast. We knew that you were very knowledgeable. We, we could tell that you were compassionate and really thought that you could help me solve my problem. And there's two things that were important, in my opinion, on this. One was that the deep connection that was created and re- realizing, of course, that the people that they were listening to this were people that were in, in distress. I mean, they were going through a very tragic experience. And the other thing was that they phoned, right? So this is what I keep talking about, auditory people, right? They, these are people, they, they want to pick up the phone and talk to you. They don't want to send an email. They didn't fill out a form. They didn't send you an email. They didn't click something on a website somewhere. They picked up the phone and called, right? $75,000 their first year. The second year, he did so he did season one. He did 12, and he never did any more for a year because that was all the information, right? Just listen to this, it'll tell you. They had yeah. 20 subscribers, okay? Wow. Because it's a very niche thing, right? And most divorced dads that are going through divorce, I don't think they think of looking for a podcast, right? And... So out of 20 subscribers, 12 took them up, and they did consulting for those 12, and at the end of the year, that was $75,000 worth of business. So you you don't necessarily need to have huge numbers of people. Now, of course, it depends on your business model and what sort of business model you're setting up, right? Now, because I talked about dads, I always think it's important I talk about moms, okay? So these two moms, they got together every Monday morning, in the, this is my story. I don't actually know that this part is true, but they get together every Monday morning. They record what little Johnny did and what little Susie did, and yap, 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 right? And they called it Mommy Cast, all right? I don't know right. if they ever had any idea what would happen or not. Dixie Cup heard their podcast, said, wow, we really like what you're doing. Keep doing it. Wrote them a check for a hundred grand. Uh, yeah, $100,000. Wow. 
Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Purex, the baby tissue or the tissue people and a couple other companies have gone on board and sponsored them, right? So it's, I think it was probably a bit of a surprise. But now after doing, starting with an audio podcast, they now do a video podcast and they do a music podcast. They've just, just expanded doing other ones. Okay, now you can see us and here's one, of, you know, one that's HD and here's one that's just music we like and stuff like that. So. It's you know there's a lot of different ways and of course you can just say okay I'm doing um, I'm you know I'm I'm going to recommend a product uh, one of my favorite stories really really quickly he was a hypnotist and he did a podcast and he had sixty thousand subscribers to his podcast right so he's telling them about hypnotism and all this sort of stuff and he says to them listen I'm going to do a second podcast and I'm going to teach you how to hypnotize yourself or hypnotize somebody else would you like to know and you know, people said, yeah, I'd like to. So, well, okay, but I'm going to charge you. I charge you $5 a month for my premium version of my hypnosis podcast. I'm going to teach you all this stuff that I can't teach you in the free version. This is great. Five bucks, no problem, right? So 60,000 people were subscribed to his free one. 10% or 6,000 people subscribed to his paid one. Now, 6,000 people times five bucks is a nice chunk of change to get every month. Thirty grand a month, by my math. Thirty grand a month, right? So yeah. you can, and that's one of the things that you can do is you can actually make a paid version of your information once you get people following you. And that's where we come into module number three, the third week of our training. Throughout this course, is going to show you how to earn even more money by promoting your show. Scott's going to cover seven monetization strategies that every single podcaster should know, but most don't know it. You know, yeah. and. Uh, what, what's one of them, for example, Scott? Can you share one with us? Not going into detail, but just one example. Well, one is Well, I just yeah, I just actually shared three. <laughs> but one that we're going to be getting into is how do you structure your podcast that brings uh, that gets people to actually take an action when you're over. When, you, when your podcast is or your show is over. Like, how do you actually... There is a structure and a formula for doing that, and it was taught to me by a really good friend of mine, and uh, she actually used it because, in some ways, teleseminars, like what we're doing, one of the things that's going to happen is we're going to take this, and I'm going to put it on one of my shows, right? So we do a teleseminar, put it on my podcast, and then all the people that are subscribed to my podcast are, which is 10,000 people, are going to be getting the same information, right? So... Uh, there was a sales trainer, which is why it's really funny, who could get up on stage and sell half a million dollars, no problem, but he could not sell on a teleseminar. So she listened to what he was doing, restructured his talk, because he was giving up. Could just imagine some guy teaching everybody how to sell and can't sell on a teleseminar. And he said, that's it, I've tried it, I've not made any money doing this, I'm not doing it anymore. And she said, wait, wait, do one more time, but do it this way, and he did it, and over the next six months, made over a half a million dollars off of teleseminars. So nice. we've yeah, so we've discussed this and how it applies to podcasting and everything else, and that's one of the things that we're going to share in module three: how you structure your whole discussion so that you get people to take action at the end. That's awesome. And then the very last one, obviously, we take them we take them home and we show them exactly how to put the first three together with the last one, which is, which is just a tremendous amount of momentum, how to ride the wave, be the first to market with some of the most cutting-edge strategies and positioning available today with a podcast, because it really is separating yourself from the competition, because more people have a podcast today than they did a few years ago when I started. However, most don't know some of the great strategies we're going to share with you in the last module throughout our four-week training. So what I want everybody to do is go to podcasttothetop.com, reserve your place for less than, and this is Scott and I together, okay? So two two individuals who not only talk the talk, okay, but walk the walk. You can find us online, find our podcast online, and then take advantage for the two of us for less than $25 a week. I think, Scott, that's $12.50 a person, okay, $12 (laughs) and as a person for what we're going to be sharing for over four hours of recorded content. And our commitment to you is that you will have your podcast created. It will go to market. It will be uploaded. 
and people will start subscribing to it in droves. And, and Scott, did I miss anything about what, what this actual training series is going to evolve? Because I don't want to miss anything. Uh, I, what I want to say is I do a $1,500 podcast boot camp. It's two days, uh, eight hours a day, hard work. At the second day, almost uh, in without fail, people have their podcasts up and they go, wow, I've already, I've, it's been up for like, I don't know, three hours. I already have four people that have downloaded. I already have 12 people that are downloaded. And I don't, you know, it's just, it's like magic and it's, it really, uh, it really just happens, and, and I can't stress enough that there is not enough supply to cover the demand. And it's incredibly easy for anyone to be seen as the expert in their field. Because if you just persevere and you do 30 or 40 podcasts, so let's say you do 40 podcasts, well, that's not very many, right? Well, think about it for a second. There's like 22 uh, episodes in a TV season. So that's like two TV seasons, right? And you get, I know a fella who just said, hey, I've done 60 podcasts on weight loss. Well, they go, wow, he must be an expert. He turned that into a radio show, and he's working on turning that into a reality show, right? So uh, when you can say to somebody, oh, yeah, like I've done like 40 shows, uh, 40 episodes of my my hypnotic podcasting show, um, people look at you differently, right? And I, there's ways that I use podcasting to open doors that would be closed otherwise, and we're going to share all of those with you. And Modular 4 is going to blow your mind because what's beyond podcasting? There's a yeah. lot. And I'm going to show and you how you can take advantage of what's the other, what I call the unweb. We don't want to get into that tonight because um, it's, it's, it's kind of mind-twisting. But there's this whole, like you've got colon, the uncolon, we've got the web and the unweb, and uh, there's like hundreds of millions of people, and how can we get your information paid for uh, into their hands and uh, by them? And that's a lot of what we're going to be showing you in Module 4. Yeah. No, and I think that's important to know because um, let me share the story with you, Scott. I didn't go into this in detail. I just barely uh, skimmed the surface with you when we talked last, but... I received a call about six weeks ago from a Hollywood producer, right? Nice. And he said, hey, he said, we're casting. And I get a call. Look, I don't get calls from Hollywood producers. It came through my assistant, Kelly. She said, hey, you got to call this guy back. He's in Hollywood. He, I said, okay. I said, no, I did. But I called the guy back. And um, I said, hey, it's Sam Crowley. He's like, oh, Sam Crowley, how you doing? Hey, thanks for calling me back. I'm like, good. How are you? And who are you? <laughs> you know? He said, yeah. hey, let me explain to it. Uh, my name's Drew. And we're casting for a brand new reality show called The Unhirables. And we would like you to audition. We have it narrowed down already to you and two other people. I was like, I don't even know. What are you talking? I mean, first of all, I thought it was a buddy of mine playing a joke or something like that. I mean, what are you talking right. about? What's your name again? He goes, well, go to my website. He gave me the domain. And there he was, big production company, casting company. And he starts talking about, we thought oh, you're your, your message is great. It's fresh. The show is on, on hireables. We've got eight people living in a house. They can't get hired. And they need someone with some grit to really, you know, show them how to find their Oh, he didn't, he didn't think you were unhirable. <laughs> oh, he, he knows I'm unhirable. So, so I, I finally let him talk for about 20 minutes. We went back and I said, look, I'll do the video interview with you. We'll set it up. But can I just ask a question? How did you, I mean, why are we talking? How did you even find out about me? He goes, oh, I went to iTunes and I Googled motivation, or I searched for motivation. And you came up in the top five, and I listened to your show. It's just awesome. So let me tell you something. I started the show four years ago, okay, and I just started speaking into a microphone. I had no idea what to expect. I really had no – I did not think I'd be getting a call from a Hollywood producer. And who knows, man, if it's going to work out. It doesn't matter if I host a reality show. It's down to you and one other person now, right? Now it's down to me. And one other individual, and I'll find out, they tell me the first or second week of December, you know. And so, and that is, is that is a direct result of somebody just going to iTunes, searching for motivation, and coming up with the Everyday Saturday show being in the top five. Was it in the top five when I started? No, it wasn't even on the radar, but it didn't matter. I had a vision and I had a dream of just speaking into a microphone without any preconceived notions of what could possibly happen. And aside from the different speaking engagements I get now and the different coaching clients and things like that, which have all been a huge blessing in my business and to my personal life, 
now we have people calling from places I didn't even know they existed. So when the question comes up, how can a podcast help me, I ask you this question. It will not hurt you. What What's it going to do not to record it, okay? Get your podcast up and running. Allow Scott and I to train you for the next four weeks straight. I've canceled all my Monday Night Motivation calls just for this alone. That's how much I believe in it. And in 2010, your your show is going to be out there for people to absorb, and it will separate you from your competition. So, And um, not only that, it's going to go to the top. We can, it's going to go. There's podcast. no doubt in my mind that we can take your podcast, go to the top. Because even the people that are podcasting before you, they don't know a lot of the tricks and stuff that I know. And I've gone around the world uh, for years now teaching people about podcasting. And I've got over 15 of my own. And I use them a lot of times to test, well, would this work or would that work or would this work or would that work? And so I know how you you set it up so that it, uh, it goes to the top. Yeah, it's very, very critical. Having a podcast out there is, is good. It's a great start. Having it at the top is that's a whole different ballgame. That is rare air that you are playing in. So here's what I want everybody to do. We're going to end the call. Uh, before I let Scott go here, I just want to give everybody instructions on how to join us for the next four weeks. Go to podcasttothetop.com. Read through the modules that we talked about. It's right there on the page. Go to the bottom where it says indulge your podcast passion and click that button and you will be on the next four weeks of training with Scott and I for $97 for four solid, rock-solid, content-rich training weeks and your podcast guaranteed will be up, all right, and you will have subscribers. Scott, um, any closing comments you have for the group tonight? Yeah, you know, I was thinking... uh we didn't talk about this, Sam, but I have a book. It's a $27 book called iTunes Exposed. And uh, along with it comes another book called The iPhone Exposed. And it shows you a whole bunch of really amazing things uh, in terms of using iTunes to make money. And uh, those of us, those of you that are with us on the fourth call, the fourth module, I'm going to give you that book. Because we're going to be talking about stuff, and that's part of what we're going to be talking about. So rather than having you all like, oh, my God, i got to make sure I can remember this or whatever. And also, I go into way more depth in my books than I can in an hour call. So I'm going to give everybody who joins us those books. And you're going to be able to be one of those people that says, yeah, there's 8.5 billion downloads on iTunes, and my stuff is part of it. Wouldn't you like to tap into that? Nice. And here's what I will do, Scott, which I didn't, oh. I, prom- I promise you guys, Scott and I, we have not, Scott, true or false, we have not talked prior to this call about any of this that we were going to bring up. No. Right. no, I just decided, no. just after listening to you and having this call, that that's what I was going to do. Okay, here's what I'll do. For the first ten people that take action this evening, just ten, because I only want action takers, people that have the courage to take action right now. And uh, I want to congratulate, because I believe Natalie, I just saw an order come in from Natalie. Congratulations, Natalie. I will interview you on my podcast. Okay. Over over 50,000 subscribers in the Everyday Saturday Show. I will interview you personally on my show about what your business is and how you can help others and exactly what your passion is and what your business is. Only for the first 10, though. I will not. I will cut it off to 10 because I want people to take action. It is a no-brainer at less than $25 a week for Scott and I to train you on how to create your podcast and get it up and running. So go to podcasttothetop.com, go to the bottom, click the Indulge Your Podcast Passion button, and Scott and I will be with you over the next four weeks guiding you through this podcast navigation, getting it created and getting it to the top of iTunes. Scott, we are at the top of the hour. I want to thank you so much for your time tonight, and I look forward to working with you for the next four weeks man it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a lot of fun it is i'm i'm very excited sam and i just can't wait to get get this started and to see the results everyone's gonna get because i know the type of results they're gonna get it's awesome man take action everybody go to podcasttothetop.com scott Patton, and i will personally train you over the next four weeks scott thanks again for joining us on the call it's always awesome to have you i appreciate you helping train our people as well on how to get the podcast out there and and monetize it and uh, it's going to be awesome. Everybody on the line tonight, 
thank you so much for joining us. I will see you next Monday, beginning for Module 1 on creating your podcast and getting it going. Take care. It's Sam Crowley from EverydayIsSaturday.com. You are a champion.